You are listening to the Intangibles podcast. Welcome to the latest episode of the Intangibles podcast. Today we have Nick, Michael, Stefan, and myself, Justin, talking about feedback. You guys might be wondering why would we talk about feedback? Well, feedback is a critical piece of developing one's career. Um, no matter how much of a self-aware person you are, it's really, really difficult to assess what you're not good at and what you're what you are good at and what you're not good at. That's why we often have to go to third parties such as bosses and mentors to ask them how we can develop ourselves and address the issues we have. Um, so guys, to, to kick us off, let's talk about the, uh, the first part of feedback, and that's probably uh, asking for feedback, right? Um, so thoughts? So I, I love asking for feedback. Um, I think it's a, a real good way both to connect with either your boss or mentor to, to show that you care about your, your career and, and, and what you're doing in your job, but also a great way to learn for yourself. So for example, I'll, I'll ask my boss if, you know, if I start a new job, I'll probably ask within the first couple of weeks. Then again, after the first couple of months, just to say, you know, Hey, is there anything I could be doing better? Um, I don't focus too much on what I'm doing great. You know, I've, I've maybe I've received compliments, but if I'm doing it well, I probably know. Um, but I want to know what I'm not doing well, if there's anything, because that's where I want to spend my time, yeah. especially in, in a new job. And then as, as things go on and, and I'm, I've been at the, the job for a while, the next thing I care about asking is I'll, I'll go to my, my, my boss and say, what did you do well? Or what do you do so well that got you to your level? Because the next feedback I care about beyond being able to be competent at my current job is being able to advance to move ahead and i want to know okay what did you do so well at the level before or what are you doing so well now that got you recognized to move up and so how can i do that and how can i learn to do those types of things 100 percent. and i it's funny I, I just want to rewind a little bit because mike has brought up all these great points but mike to to that you ask right you don't wait no i i definitely want to ask i mean of course when you're in the formal discussions fine that's when you have to have those 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 chats but usually with a, a good boss they'll have some kind of scheduled one-on-one -on -one, whether it's weekly bi-weekly monthly some kind of periodical event to discuss and maybe it's just talking about okay what kind of stuff is on your plate or do you need any help with anything but again it's a another f scheduled sit down where you can ask yeah and, and nick stefan i mean have you found that people tend not to ask, right? They just kind of, especially when you go through your standard quarterly, monthly, whatever reviews, your annual performance reviews, right? Like, I, I don't think I've ever been asked by any staff that I've had in the past for feedback. Um, but I know for myself, I always set up one-on-ones probably at least once a month to sit down with each individual um, on my team. And that's where I, I provide formal feedback to them. Yeah. Um, but I've never been asked. So for the most part, they, like, else. And Nick, I don't know. Like no, it's exactly the same. Um, I've never been asked to provide feedback, kind of like on an informal or unscheduled basis. Um, but I do same thing as Stefan. We have recurring meetings on a four-week schedule in Outlook. So we have regular one-on-one -on -one meetings and we'll discuss anything that they want. Um, there are occasions where they do ask for feedback or ask for you know opportunities to further develop, which is good. But I would say for the most part, people don't. And I think it's very important that people realize that, you know, asking for feedback is, is step one and 
you know, even myself as a manager, I don't just ask feedback from my boss. I also ask my team for feedback because again, you know, nobody's perfect. And no matter how good of a job you think you're doing, there's probably still things that you don't realize you can do better. Yeah. So, and, and it's funny, I'm in the exact same boat. So nine out of 10 times, if I have someone, they come and they just plant themselves in front of me during the performance review. And they're like, you know, give me information. Um, I hate to say it now. I'm going to speak specifically as a, as someone who has been given feedback, like my manager to me in most instances, in most situations in my career, everything I get is kind of cookie cutter then. Right. So if the other thing is, if you don't ask the value of the feedback you tend to get, I've found, um, and, and when I would just accept that kind of standard, you know, sit down, listen to what the other person say, the value of the feedback I got was very minimal, right? right. It, it tended to be things I already knew, um, some high level comments. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I, I only ever find the real value if I start digging at things and not just kind of take a, a passenger seat on, on that discussion. Yeah. I, I find if, if you're, if you're actual actually participating in the feedback and you're digging and you're really interested in, in, in kind of digging out that feedback, that's where you're going to get the value in general, like uh, annual performance review or something like that. A, it's, it's too infrequent to really matter. And also, you know, it tends to be cookie cutter because you're writing in comments and you're kind of just reading the comments. You're not having like a, an active discussion between yeah, two people. Yeah. And so Mike, you said talking about like how you can do your job well, how you can advance. Is there any other topics you guys think is really key when you're when you're asking for that feedback? Uh, so one of the important things or kind of a helpful tool um, before you ask for feedback is on a weekly basis, if you do something where you think you need improvement um, or you do something that you, that you thought went very well, I actually jot it down on the side. Um, so I kind of have this running list of what, what are... What areas I think I need improvement on yeah. and what areas I think I'm excelling at. And then I could use that list to request feedback. And you're getting, it's funny, as we said in the intro, you're getting that third party. I thought I did this amazing. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm doing this poorly. Yeah. Am I? And, and it's, I've been in many situations where people misalign that, right? I've had staff sit in front of me and they get very... Um, upset because I'll be like, I think you did this poorly. Uh, and they're like shocked. They're like, what? But I, I don't recall ever doing that poorly. I thought I did that amazing. But And, you know, it's just that perception. And, and the flip happens, not as often, but it also happens where I sit someone down and they're like, oh, I'm like, you did an amazing job. And they're like, what? Like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> it was just day to day. I think this, this kind of leads into the second point we wanted to talk about. Um, so one is asking for about the second is not getting offended um i don't know what is if you guys mike you you seem to have something on. yeah so i think there's an important thing here about not getting offended when you get feedback it's yeah it's something you're going to take right and it's hard to sit there objectively and say okay thank you this is really good and helpful no someone's essentially criticizing you yeah and no one likes to be criticized i mean most people don't Maybe the odd person that loves it, but uh, most people don't. You're maybe masochist, uh, sorry. But yeah, maybe. But but you know, take a moment. What, if it's offensive or or you're 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 not quite sure about it, definitely digest before you react in any way. It's important to just take. Hey, someone's observed this. But part of those discussions that that you need to get all that information as possible to help you understand. Does this make any sense to me? Is you need to clarify. 
need to challenge them, especially if they're giving you cookie cutter garbage, yeah. to challenge them and say, okay, I understand what you're saying. Do you have some examples that I can reflect on? That is so important because one, if it's some garbage they're giving you and they don't have any examples, you can maybe challenge them to take to disagree, to take that off. Or they're going to give you a mental trigger to say, no, this was the event. Remember this meeting or remember this, this project and you did this and you know, that wasn't very good. You can go, oh yeah, you know what? I, okay. I understand. This is, this is how I can link what I did to your point and think about this for the future. And you, you bring up a good point, Mike, cause I think on two fronts, one, and it's unfortunate it's part of being in a very large organization. There tends to be like, okay, we have to kind of group everyone and we have so many, you know, high quality, we can give high performance to so many people, we can give average and we can give below. So often through the juggle and stuff, someone ends up, maybe you think you're doing great work and someone else, but you end up in one, you know, that, that general category they'll give you those cookie cutters, right? Maybe you're doing a great job, but you know, they're just like, well, how do I fit you in there? So to your point, Mike, it's, it's important just to make sure you're being evaluated fairly. And above and beyond that, again, to your point, you can't fix something if they're not going to give you specifics, right? If someone just tells you, oh, you're a bad communicator. Like, right. But it's, but it's key. Be, be professional about it. Yeah. Don't complain or, or come across overly emotional about it because then they're just going to disregard that and move on. And how do you guys, is there a way or, or a method that you guys keep professional so that it doesn't, do you, I know some people. A, a, a lot of the time I just ask, um, so if we were to do this task again, uh, in your opinion, for me to excel at this, could you give me an example of what you would like to see next time? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that helps uh, clarify like exactly what, your boss and, is looking for and it keeps it from being like you know a blame it's game, not right? personal anymore yeah, and yeah. yeah it's just fact it's fact-based and yeah it's it's showing a calm caring uh point to to asking those questions yeah yeah and at the end of the day if i mean you know we say don't be offended but let's let's be honest i mean everyone likes positive feedback and it makes us feel good for for a couple minutes or whatever but it's the negative feedback that you can really take and do something with and actually make an improvement that's going to benefit you over the long term. So, you know, you know, you don't want to be offended, but you want that negative feedback because that is what's going to make you better in the future. A hundred percent. I would say one of the, the ways or methods that I've seen employed is you're, you're in the discussion on your feedback. And I'm sure you guys can all attest. That's not normally like you only have this one hour gap. That's it. Like your manager doesn't come and say, we have one hour to discuss your feedback. After that, it's a closed book. Walk away from me. We're never talking about it until the next one. That doesn't happen, right? So I tend to tell people, I'm like, listen, take the feedback. And I'm someone who really has all their emotions on their face. So I tend to try to keep calm, take my feedback, and then I digest it, right? I walk away. I'm like, listen, I want to take your points consider them, reflect upon them. Can we schedule another meeting? Especially if it's something I have difficulty with or I don't necessarily agree with. I want to digest that, right? There's an emotional reaction and I want to separate the the thought from the emotion and giving a bit of time tends to help. Um, I don't know if you guys... The, the other thing I would say is getting someone else to corroborate. I know if my boss tells me something, um, don't get me wrong. I respect all the bosses I've ever employed with, but 
it may be their perception, right? And I'd like to see, okay, who else has made this comment? If it's good feedback, it's normally like this person said, you know, and then another person. No one gets like the one, like the only person who's complained about you is that guy you work with for five minutes. Like, okay. <laughs> maybe, you know, there, there may be a legitimate explanation, but I find that's the other piece, right? So stepping aside and then, you know, going through the process and saying, guys, um, talking to other people, even my wife, sometimes like my wife, I'm like, do you notice I do that? She's like, hell you do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely true. (laughs) But that's just it. Like when you're asking for feedback, we, you know, it's not just your boss, you know, a mentor or asking other people around the office, um, to give you those points. And, And maybe your boss doesn't even observe some stuff, but you say, okay, this person mentioned that. I work with them a lot and that, that relationship is important to me or I think it's at least important to my career that I need to focus on what they're saying. And maybe it's not part of my annual performance review, but it's again, something for my memory bank on, okay, here's another thing I need to think about for my development. hundred percent. And Nick, you'd even brought up this point that this whole process of asking, not just for feedback, but asking for deeper feedback and understanding, it keeps you like front in mind with your boss, right? Like for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely looks like you're proactive and it looks like you do care about your career uh, trajectory and, you know, you really care about the job you're doing and um, your boss's opinion of you. Right. So it, it does it does sort of indicate that you are you are invested in the job and it, a lot of people aren't. So by kind of making that step and being proactive and asking for that feedback and asking, how can I improve? How can I do better? Am I doing OK? It shows you do care and that it does mean a lot. Yeah. And I mean, if you're asking, then let's say there's some great work opportunity and you're asking for feedback and talking about development points, they, your boss should theoretically click that, oh, I have this work opportunity. Here's feedback requested or development. I'll connect these two. We're all human beings. We don't remember. I, I, I always tell my staff, I'm like, I cannot remember every single thing you do right and wrong and what you want out of your career. I can't. There's too many of you. So you have to proactively come up to me and going back to your point, Mike and, and Stefan, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what I'm doing right. Right. And then give me that gauge. And then at the same time, Nick, like you said, like come on a regular basis and say, you know, I want to grow my career this way. If you tell me once a year, that tells me it's only important to you like <laughs> once a year, right? So Well, the onus is on you, like Stefan was saying, to document throughout the year the stuff yeah. you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, all the stuff I do, I'll either make a folder or, or a little list of here's all the big projects I worked on or here's some of the great feedback I received from more senior people. And you just park that aside. Um, maybe you look at it every once in a while if you need to, but that is what you're collecting to make your essentially a sales pitch to your formal reviews. Like, yeah, you want to get your feedback throughout the year, but for most people, the critical time is that annual review, getting your rating, and hopefully using that to springboard a, a promotion. But if you have no support when you walk into that meeting, like you said, you, your boss doesn't remember everything. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes on through a year. But if you've taken the diligent time to go through and, and pick out, I mean, I don't, don't mean put down every little 100 things you've done all year. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But, but really isolate those five to 10 things that you think really brought value that year that, that put you above other people. That's what you're going to sell. But also when I make that list of the items that I, or that I believe I excel at, or the areas that I think I have, um, I need improvement. 
I don't necessarily share all that information with other people um, or even during the review, like the annual review process. A lot of the time I keep it to myself and I just use that as a way to identify patterns to say, hey, one area that I always find that I need improvement on is prioritizing, let's right. say, right. as an example. Um, I find it really helpful to, to find patterns. and So you've used it as a personal, I'm actually yep. similar to Mike where, I know this is a bit of a tangent from what we were talking about, but I've, what we're talking now about like annual performance and how to get ahead, but I use the exact same technique, Mike. I put together my list similar to you, Stefan, but I actually add value. So I'll work out. So let's say I save five hours of an AP clerk's time on something. I'll be like, okay, five hours, AP clerk, average salary, $60,000. I'll work out how much money That's pretty every intense. one of my things is saved. And so I do use that in my feedback meeting. So I'll come in and I'll be like, here, you know, you pay me X, I saved you Y, right? Like in, in many, uh, and if, I mean, it's not always the case. It depends on where you are in your career and how much you work and how much you get paid. But I've often been able to argue, listen, I save you more then you pay me. And that's going back to getting a performance review. There's no better click for an, for someone like your boss than to see, holy smoke, here's a guy that makes me money, right? Um, so I guess, again, just a tangent that we, we ended up on. Um, so let's move on to the last point. Uh, number three, we kind of started it off already, Nick, when you said uh, we were talking about it. Don't stick to one person, right? Um when we're getting feedback, I know a tendency, again, it's it's how engaged you are in your performance reviews. Um, some people are really engaged. They ask questions. Um, they look actively. Some people, it's just that annual, you know, once a year or twice a year, I'm going to go in. Um, but I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on on going to multiple people. Yeah, like, I mean, for a manager, it's, it's kind of easy. So, you know, I send SurveyMonkey surveys to my my team, so it's anonymous. So if they have any any comments or, or questions or feedback for me, they can they can do it anonymously And that's about well. you or about the, the about department? About me. Really? About me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I do do that just to see um, if people are, are honest with me. Oh, <laughs> that's a good how, idea. I how big is the team? Uh, just six, six people. Okay, so partly anonymous. Yeah. Definitely with statistics, eh? But at least they don't know who, like, you know, they, they can give me a comment and, you know, it's not like it's going to be super negative, but yep. if something's there, I won't really know who did it. I know yeah. it's one of them. It's yeah. a small group, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's, yeah. I still can't place anybody, nor, so, nor do I even want like to. murder mystery. Yeah. But, but even, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to remember that for annual performance review time, right? See, it's funny. I never played the anonymous card. No. I think it's, it's really good. Um, but again, I've always gone directly to my staff and I always, whenever I open up, I start with, and again, this is a bit of a tangent, but I always start with, okay, um, tell me what I can do better to, so you can do better. Um, in, in the context of the people we're discussing though, like when we say don't stick to one person, I always look at it. Like if you're just getting feedback from your boss, it's, it's one value add, but like, peers right like yeah. i don't think everyone necessarily takes into value if there's someone who's doing the similar job to me or who i interact with on a regular basis and provide data to or communicate with they may have something very valuable that my boss misses right they don't yeah. see but that's part i think all four of us we were forced 
to do this early on when we worked at the accounting firm because the accounting firm always had upward feedback, downward feedback, and peer feedback that we were forced to do on every single job that we worked on. So I think that was kind of built into, um, or we were taught early on and, and it probably became a habit for us. Well, on, to top, of that, that, on top of that too, uh, at the firm, we had coaches. So you'd yeah. get your, your engagement feedback from whoever was leading the engagement. You'd get your peer feedback. You'd get upward, downward feedback. And then you'd have a coach on top of that that would kind of help coordinate all of that and give you total feedback yeah. and work with your overall development. Now, I'm sure we each feedback. had different... <laughs> well, it's a lot of feedback, but I'm sure we each had different experiences with different coaches. Yeah, I can speak from my own experience. I had a great coach that really helped me develop and, and work on certain points. But again, that's just another another person. He's not my boss, yeah. but he was a mentor. And again, that's the setup of the company was to have that structure. But that doesn't mean if you don't work there or don't work there anymore that you can't ask for that. You can't go to someone more senior and say, hey, you know, I would love it if we could sit down and have lunch or I could talk and get... Again, asking, you know, what do you do so well? How do, how do I, again, these are just various points that maybe don't apply strictly to your behavior, yeah. but their feedback and, and, and helping you grow. And to go even further, have any of you guys utilized like, I know we've been talking right now of peers within your company and, and within your group. Have you guys gone outside of even that group? Um... So I was at a company where we hired an external coach to come in. um, And there were two levels, actually. So there were two individuals from this company that came in. One of the individuals was more of a C-level coach. So they would sit with the executive management team on a monthly basis, talk through strategy, what department goals are, what KPIs we want to set up. And then we had a completely separate individual from the same company, external, um, that would sit with staff members on a one-on-one basis every month. Yeah. And they started it off with, there's, I think, a 100-question survey. Um, and that's, you complete it on your own time. And it gives you, it's more of a personality test. Nice. And the coach kind of uses it to assess what your career goals are, how you work well or don't work well with, with other individuals within the company emotional intelligence test yeah something pretty similar to that um it's interesting though because talking about like what we did at the firm yeah i'm used to having that pure upward downward feedback and having a coach as well but i found it's it was almost a little awkward for other individuals in the company to start coaching like they've been in the industry 20 30 years never heard of coaching before and now all of a sudden we're bringing someone in. It To them, it probably felt a little bit like a therapy session to start. <laughs> and I think it took a couple sessions for them to get used to it and, and build trust with the individual. Yeah. Um, to know that whatever they share in that meeting is not going to be shared with anybody else within the company. Uh, but it takes time to build that trust. Did you find that they provided insight that you weren't going to find within the company? So I... Ye- not that I wouldn't find it within the company, but I think, was it more again, like- everything you say is confidential, yeah, yeah. so they can't share what other people are saying, yeah. but I think because they're meeting with other people within the company, they're likely getting feedback about myself oh, from so other individuals. Kind so of indirect. Lead you, <laughs> kind of lead you in the right direction and make you think about 
things that you would not have thought about otherwise yeah. Yeah. Uh, without pointing fingers or, or naming anybody as well. Yeah. So they're kind of leading you down the right path. Um, and it's, it's a bit obvious when they're, when they're, when doing, they're doing that, that? you know, that something was brought up at another meeting. Have you guys utilized any type of, and I know mentorship is one of those things, like you were talking about a paid program by a company. We've been talking about direct individuals within the organization, peers, bosses, uh, direct reports. But do you guys have anyone even just like outside that you utilize? No. We'll ask you guys questions all the time. <laughs> Does this make sense? Am I doing this right? Well, Am I, I crazy? Pretty it's sure right. Thank you, you guys too. <laughs> Let's try to get us there. So, and that's that's the last I think. Th- and and I also go to you guys. I have people that I work with in other areas um, outside of my company. They they work in other um, other companies. There are people who were previously my bosses or my peers. I still keep in touch with all those people, and I do get feedback from them and maybe it's not as often or it's about specific but you know i i i do have conversations with people outside of my company to find out how i can be a better person right well i'll even speak with my family like yeah my my parents or my aunts and uncles again they've got more experience than i do and they i can reflect on with them on some of what i'm going through or or ask them about it or, or talk it through and get their opinion on it yeah again it's just another uh, brain giving you advice on something that you can then determine how yeah. to digest. And if I almost come, it's like what we're ultimately trying to say is you got to cast a very wide net, right? If totally. you want to yep. find those problems and address them, you can't like to, to go with the analogy. If you have like a tiny little net that is used for goldfish, you're probably only going to catch a problem that's goldfish size, right? But if you throw out like a 50 foot, like dragnet you're gonna pull up potentially like a giant great white shark not that people have great white shark size problems and i'm gonna (laughs) never know i'm gonna tie this back to something from our one of our previous episodes to make this all fancy all right okay it's already fancy right it's already so so once you've (laughs) got once you've gotten all this lovely feedback assuming it's more than one thing yeah you then need to eat that frog. <laughs> you need to prioritize. You need to figure out which one is going to add the most value right away. Yeah. And do that. And do that. Eat that frog. I like it, Mike. Yeah. I very like true. It. Yeah. I mean, I do want to point out that, I don't know, a lot of people do get feedback and they don't act on it. And they think that just the act, the act of asking for the feedback kind of sets them apart. It's like, well, no, you need to, you need to actually act on it. It doesn't. The feedback's not valuable if I keep telling the same thing every every other month or twice a year or whatever. You need to actually act on it. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, what's the point of... If you've identified a problem, but you've done nothing to solve it, then the problem still exists, right? You're going to keep suffering from it. And it also goes back to the fact that if you want different results, you have to change. Like, you can't do the exact same thing and expect to get different results. That's the it's definition of insanity, happen. right? <laughs> well, Doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's insanity. It doesn't work. <laughs> well, part of asking for feedback is not being afraid to ask, well, okay, how do I do that better? You know, not everybody can say, hey especially if you're not getting crystal clear or great examples on what, what you need to improve on, then at least ask, okay, how, how don't be afraid to ask how, or talk to other people. Hey, I've got this feedback. How can I do this better? If you don't know, or you've tried stuff and it's not working ask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So I think that covers our points. It's funny. We actually, we, we planned a different number of points, but I think we actually got four in. So the first one is asking for feedback and not waiting because um, I think if you, if you take that first step, you're differentiating yourself probably from like 90% of the, the population, not getting offended, but getting to the cause. Don't take negative feedback personally. Take it as a point for your development, not sticking to one person, um, throwing as wide a net as possible. And then the last point, which again, I don't know where that came from because we talked a long time about this and no one brought it up, but actually addressing that feedback, right? It's, uh, it's really, really important. Just one last thing, guys. Um, given this is an episode about feedback and we are on episode eight, we thought we'd get some feedback from you guys to see how well we're doing. So drop us a line at intangiblespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're uh, someone who's on Instagram, The Intangibles Podcast is our Instagram handle. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>